This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. People are entitled and I'm no longer in the business of serving entitled people. I'm in the business of serving people that are ready to be unplugged and good people do. You have no idea. These people are sitting on trillions, trillions of dollars. Tate is an action type of guy. Yeah. And then I've seen that. I've been at his home. The dude's always hustling. So to him, dude's intelligent. He may not need books. At the end of the day, most billionaires are, are out here posting on YouTube. Most billionaires write their memoirs. They drop some sauce. The crown prince is making decisions. His job is to think. I'm, I'm in the mission, right? It ain't a, it, money does not make me, bro. Money does not make me. And I say this as a guy that has a lot of money, so it sounds hypocritical for a person that doesn't have money. Like, oh, this guy- Can I ask you how much money you have? Like, what's your net worth? I'm not going to tell you. Yeah. No chance. <laughs> uh, Around. No chance. Uh, that's one of those things where I will never disclose how much I'm worth. It's impossible. Enough. Impossible. Impossible. I could check online. There's not even a number. <laughs> you're you're not gonna find some type of number that I can shoot at them. Yeah, you're, no you're not gonna find anything. And the reason you're not gonna find anything is because I've learned a lot about how Asians move with yeah. regards to money. Money is this is how Asians think about it, especially in the Chinese culture. That's why they're very secretive about money. Is money's energy. Yeah. And the moment you begin to expose that energy, right? People start to understand how powerful or how weak you truly are. Mm -hmm. So numbers will keep them private. Let's just leave actions to speak for themselves. Nice. Yeah. That's it's the name of the game. You guys will see it. Give me a year. And you deleted all your, like, you know, a lot of the stuff online about you is not there anymore. And I know as well, you deleted a lot of your videos on YouTube. Absolutely. So why why have you left so less social presence? Why have you deleted so much of your videos? Because you told me now you have 30 podcasts you've never released. Yeah. I have 30 podcasts that I filmed. I've never released them, never will release them. Uh, because it's too much value, mm -hmm. too much sauce. And sometimes just people don't deserve it. Mm -hmm. You have this idea that people and people on online, they think, they think that they, you don't deserve <laughs> nothing. You get that. Nothing. You don't, you don't deserve this podcast. <laughs> you don't deserve us sitting here. You don't deserve us taking an hour and a half of our time to be here with you. You don't deserve it. We're doing it because we care. We're doing it because we want to. So when I was like, dude, I'm dropping so much sauce. People don't deserve this. I'll keep this for my, my capital club community. I'll keep this private. I'll keep it for the club. So I just decided to delete it. And hopefully, uh, hopefully it stays deleted. I know some people were able to find some files on the internet, you know, it all, all over TikTok. It, it, it's people find it, dude. People find it and repost that. That's totally fine. But I came to realize, dude, um, people are entitled. People, though. people are entitled. People yeah. are entitled and I'm no longer in the business of serving entitled people. I'm in the business of serving people that are ready to be unplugged and good people, dude. People that don't take shit for granted. You know, you know when I realized this and it really like hit me was uh, when there was different people that got banned, you know, over the last two years, multiple people and their community didn't get They got banned. They're like, ah, he's banned. On to the next person, onto the next piece of entertainment onto the next podcast, onto the next piece of value. Everybody's just parasite, parasite, parasite of value, parasite of value, parasite bandwagon. of value. Jumping on the bandwagon. So I'm no longer in the business of serving these people. And yeah. that's a, that just happens to be a portion of the community. And, you know, I'm in the business right now of 
taking care of the club, taking care of my friends, taking care of my family. And that means sometimes you got to limit the information, what you give to people, and you have to limit kind of uh, the exposure that you have. Because at the end of the day, once it's on the internet, it's always on the internet. And you just have to be careful, like net worth. You know, you never know when the IRS comes knocking. True, right? You never know when, <laughs> you never know when these situations happen. So you got to be in a situation where you protect yourself. If Elon Musk doesn't uh, disclose how much he's worth, why would I? Yeah, 100%. I don't have to be a billionaire to yeah. disclose that. It's a principle. So we operate based off of those principles. If you guys look up the net worth of the royal family here, that to me is probably one of the most outstanding families uh, of, to, ever, to ever do it. They've literally built this entire sand hill into an absolute utopia. It's absolute bananas. <laughs> um yeah. And and you look at their net worth on Forbes and it says $2 billion. Motherfuckers <laughs> make $2 billion a day. <laughs> you have no idea. These people are sitting on trillions, trillions of dollars liquid, whether it's in cash or in liquid uh, petroleum, black gold. They're sitting on trillions of dollars. Real wealth shuts up. Yeah, they say coins make, make, make noise, but real cash, it's quiet. And um, you, t you spoke uh, briefly about books. And the importance of books. And we had Andrew on this podcast, one of your friends, very close friends. You've done a lot of work with him. Andrew's great. And he, he said that he doesn't find books to be useful at all. What's your take on books? So they may not be useful for him, right? But they may be useful for other people. And, you know, I'm in the situation right now where I don't like to make blanket statements like saying books are not useful. Yeah. Because there's 7.5 billion people on the planet and books are useful, right? They're just useful in its right context. Okay. You do not want to be an academic type individual, which is what I think Tate refers to, is you don't want to be the type of person that just consumes information. Self-help junkie. Correct. It's all like mental masturbation. Yeah. It's all this like, let me stimulate my mind, but have no action. Let me feel productive without doing anything. Tate is an action type of guy. Yeah. And I've seen that. I've been at his home. The dude's always hustling. So to him, the dude's intelligent. He may not need books, right? Because he understands where he's going. For me, on the other hand, is I understood a certain principle of the nature of books. Can I share it with you? Sure. So when you read um, words, words are symbols. They're letters to express what? A thought. Thoughts. Thoughts are energy. So what you're doing when you're reading a book is you are extracting the thought and the energy of the author okay. while reading that book. So the question is, what type of energy and thoughts am I trying to extract? Why is this person writing this? I would be a fool with all the wisdom that's out there to not consume it. I'd be a fool. Now, it may not be applicable to other individuals, but it's highly applicable for me because of kind of how I move, right? So right now, my big thing, right, where I play most of my, my cards is private equity. Yeah. In order for me to become a master at private equity, it requires a lot of education to study formal study. Like I have to get in there and understand how it works, right? You can't just be like, oh, let me toss money here. Let me toss money here. Let me manage. By like the you got to get educated. And the education just happens to be in the books. You can be like, oh, I'm going to learn private equity on YouTube. That just happens to be another format of education. But at the end of the day, most billionaires aren't, aren't out here posting on YouTube. Most billionaires write their memoirs, they drop some sauce, and then they kind of operate. So I, I'd like to read a book every three days, book every four days. Wow. So it's, all, it's only 100 pages a day if you think about it. It's not uh, that How much. long does that take you? How many hours do you spend a day reading? It's 100 pages a day. So okay. if you think about 100 pages, you read a page every minute, 
spend two hours. Two hours, yeah. It's and it's bad. crazy because Warren Buffett talks about this a lot. Like, you see, like, people want to be successful. Look at the life of Warren Buffett. He spends, like, you know, a couple hours a day, I think, reading. And people are like, you know, like, people will be like, no, you have to be, like, working. But he's just educating himself. Because he is working. Yeah. He's just working a different muscle. He's just working in a different way. He's no longer hustling. He's a boss. He's a boss. He will have people work for him. If you look at the crown prince, the crown prince is making decisions. His job is to think. <laughs> yeah. His job is to use this. His job isn't to, his job is to do this.